and welcome to the Bracken Outdoors podcast. I'm your host Bracken and today is a little bit of a break from our usual program of interviews as I'm bringing you another solo episode. Now, this is the only second, only the second one that I've done. Uh, still relatively new for me so if I start rambling off in a direction hopefully I can bring it back in and get used to just uh, talking directly to you on the microphone. Uh, probably not the same amount of rapport with an interview but hopefully I can pack in some great little skills, tips and advice and just, just my general perspective on the world outdoors. And this today I wanted to talk about survival skills as this is something, a bit of a hot topic between bushcrafters and survival skills experts and like it's the old uh, Bear Grylls versus Ray Mears argument and everything. So I want to give you my perspective on that and everything in a mo. But before we get into that, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that if you're interested in building skills, knowledge and confidence to bring more of the outdoors into your life, this podcast episode and many other blogs, videos, events, activities, workshops and more can be found on my website at brackenoutdoors.com. All of the good stuff can be found there. And with that said, uh, let's, let's jump straight into the topic of the day. So, when I get asked what it is I do, it's quite often, I, I usually describe it something along the lines of, oh yeah, I'm an outdoor instructor, I teach bushcraft and traditional skills and generally help people live better lives outdoors. But bushcraft, well, there's, there's a lot of people that know what bushcraft is. There's still quite a large portion of the population that just doesn't quite understand it. So I find myself almost involuntarily adding in survival skills with that because everyone goes, oh, survival skills, that's just like Bear grills. I, I, I try not to be insulted by that, but you know, that's that's how things how things go. But it's it's the convenient answer. Survival skills, everyone understands it. Bushcraft Eh, not so much. I mean, for one thing, we've been arguing about the definition of bushcraft for years now. And everyone seems to have a different definition and a different way of how it works. But we'll get to that in a moment. So, while it's convenient to describe it as survival skills, in my heart, I really don't teach survival skills. And... I also don't think it's that important that I teach survival skills. So, I live in the UK, and many of my listeners, you listeners, do as well. And the UK, you really can't get away from civilization that far. If you walk for a day in any direction, chances are you're going to hit human habitation. Or if, whether it's a farm track, a bothy, a road, um, not so much telephone boxes anymore, but you, you go find somewhere where there's evidence of people. As a result, you just don't end up in the type of long-term survival situations that 
most people are worried about. You're unlikely to be stranded in the hills for four or five days without food or water. Mountain rescue search parties will, are usually there within hours. And provided you set up things right, you really don't have a lot to worry about. When it comes down to it, you're just not likely to have a problem with a survival situation in the UK. They're just so rare. I mean, there's, that's not to say that there's certain skills that won't come in handy if you, say, get stuck overnight in, in the Cairngorms or something like that, or you have your pack and everything washed away while you're on one of the river, canoeing down a river. But comparatively speaking, we don't kind of have the bush plane dropped in the middle of the Canadian wilderness type survivor situations, or wrecked on a desert island. Most of the time, help is on the way within hours rather than days. So I don't really see very much of the point of, of actively teaching these skills for survival. But what is more common? What should we, in a way, be preparing our bodies and minds for? In my mind, that is your everyday life. So what happens on your everyday life? You get stressed. You might um, have a problem with not getting enough exercise. You, you might be feeling tired or you food might be more expensive and you you're struggling to make ends meet all of these are very much everyday concerns whereas survival situation where you're down to nothing but your boots and your backpack uh, not so much so that's why i focus on bushcraft because i think bushcraft has a real ability to lend itself to improving your everyday life. It enhances your understanding of the world around you, of the natural process, and really allows you to immerse yourself in natural environment. So before we go any further, I think it's probably helpful to, to give you that definition of bushcraft looking at. Now this this is this is based on quite a few interviews and chats I've had with other people. Uh, also listened to a great um, talk by I think it was uh, is it Lisa Fenton. She does done a great amount of research on the origins of bushcraft. And its perspective is that Bushcraft is the using of traditional skills and knowledge. So not necessarily, it's not, if you, if you contrast it to, say, traditional hiking, backpacking and camping, where you take a stove and a tent and your food with you and your warm clothing, and you can survive in the most, inhospitable regions in the UK. As long as you've got the, the right gear, you're fine, with with comparatively little skills and knowledge. 
whereas bushcraft is actually the using of specific skills and knowledge to improve and enhance the time that you spend in natural areas. So whether it is um, using nettles to make cord so that you can tie, tie some firewood up, whether it is lighting a fire with a fire steel rather than a lighter. These are more slightly more traditional skills that utilize natural resources and make you more immersed, more a part of nature rather than separate to it. Now you'll notice that a lot of those examples and a lot of bushcrafters are still bringing in other equipment. They're still bringing in man-made objects, so to say. A lot of people go, oh, bushcraft, is that going right down to primitive technology? You have to. You're not allowed to use anything that was made in the last 200 years. You've got to, um, you've got to cut down your trees with flint. You've you can't take shelter with you. Every fire's got to be made with a bow drill. All of that. That's a very purist way of looking at primitive skills rather than just bushcraft. Bushcraft, I think, is it's a combination of paring down your, your equipment to the point where it has a sort of simplicity. So instead of having this gadget and that gadget... You have a knife, an axe, a saw, a cast iron pan, a pot, and then you use those in conjunction with traditional skills and knowledge, like best woods to burn, where to find water, how to pitch a shelter in the right location, um, using moss on the fire to, um, to repel insects, we take our basic equipment and then we improve on it. So that's that's really my definition of bushcraft, is the using of more sim simple, more essentialist equipment and supplement it with skills and knowledge outdoors. Now, I know that's a bit more of a focus on equipment than most people, that's, this is just my personal take on this. I'm not saying this is the definition. I doubt anyone has almost any right to say this is the definition. I mean, there are academics that are approaching that now. This is Lisa Finn. She has a great definition there. We'll go with that. So bushcraft is that way of enhancing it. So it's, it's almost a bit more like a leisure activity than than as a survival activity. I mean, you can use bushcraft skills in survival, but we'll get into that in a bit. But for me, bushcraft skills are to go further with less, quote Morskansky. But it's, 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 it's an enhancement of the journey. It's not necessarily about roughing it. It's about increasing... To me, it's about increasing the enjoyment of every time you're out in nature, whether it's out in the local park, it's in a woodland, whether it's, you go all the way up to Scotland. It's all about bringing more into life and increasing the value of the time you spend out there because you're going to spend 
if you are any sort of person who likes being outdoors, you're going to spend many days or weeks and hours outside over the course of a year. How many of those are actually going to be life or death survival? Very rare. So, so c coming back then, okay, to the difference between bushcraft and survival. To me, the straight-out teaching of survival is about, is a slightly different philosophy. So survival is about getting back from nature. So the way I've just described bushcraft is you go out into nature and you enjoy it. But in survival, if you watched any of the Bear Grylls programs, it's all about, I'm in the wilderness, this is a terrifying, horrible place, I need to get out as soon as possible or else I'm going to die. Survival is very much concerned with get out from big bad nature. Any way you can, use any methods necessary, you've just got to get yourself out. And now that's, that's valuable. If you are truly in a survival situation, if you are in a plane crash in the Himalayas, or if you, if your um, cruise ship sinks or something else, you may well end up in a survival scenario. And in that case, you use anything. You don't go, okay, I've got a lighter, but you know what? I'm going to put that away in my pocket. I'm going to try using a bird drill instead. Fine. No, if, if you're shivering cold and about on the verge of her hypothermia, you use the methods you need to use. And whether it's, it's lighting a bicycle in, in a tube with a, with a lighter, you use what resources you have as effectively as possible to get yourself out of the wilderness to safety. Whereas bushcraft, complete, complete opposite. You go out, you enjoy it. To me, that's 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 the difference, and that's the clash, and that's why I don't actively teach survival skills. But the core point here is that even though I've I've represented it as a dichotomy, as is like either bushcraft or either survival skills, and I have a lot of respect for the survival skills. I, instructors out there they do a really good job and if you are going into remote locations getting survival training is probably a very good idea in fact it's probably essential but i think bushcraft is what gives you the real value but what gives you even more value is a combination of the two and knowing bushcraft skills is going to set you up very well for survival scenario because it teaches you how to use the resources effectively. It teaches you how to analyze the landscape, how to work out what plants are useful for what. It's, it provides you a system for living comfortably off the land. It works in your problem solving. It works on your your core strength and actual physical ability to do the work that's necessary. And if you've been practicing bushcraft for long enough, a survival situation is just becomes the extension of that. 
you go, okay, I need to make a shelter. I've made a shelter before. There's a lot more pressure here, but I've done it before. I can do it again. And while you may employ pared down versions of it, like I said, if you've got a lighter, you're not going to go to a bow drill in a survival situation. But because you've practiced with the bow drill, you are so much more effective with a lighter because you know exactly how to pick the right resources and you know how to maximize your use of flame for the size of the fuel. You know how to sight your fire. You know the value of having a fire and of keeping it going effectively. So it means your chances of success are going to be so much higher than if you didn't have that knowledge. So bushcraft is a mindset that isn't just about survival, it's almost about thriving. It's about it's about going walking into any area and being comfortable there at at home, part of the landscape. And I think that's where the value is. And that's why I think bushcraft skills are so important because it's every day. You go use it, whether it's the foraging component, you go picking blackberries, or whether you make some cord on the way to work. There are ways to utilize it. And survival skills are great fun and really cool stuff and I will no doubt use them on a few of my sessions but I won't be running a survival skills course it's all about all about comfort there are plenty of people out there who are way better survival than I am and you should you should go go talk to someone who knows knows what they're doing there and see some really interesting stuff from the coastal survival guys fantastic instructors and like I say I've no issues with with people running survival courses but i think if you really want your life to improve if you really want to get more out of the outdoors have a look at a good bushcraft course it doesn't have to be mine there are a lot of good bushcraft instructors incredible people out there and i'm lucky enough to know a good few of them so if you need a recommendation for your particular era give me a wave there's there's a lot of benefit there. So that is why I don't teach survival skills. I teach bushcraft and I teach a holistic approach to being outdoors. So have a think about my my kind of homework for you is have a think about how you use the skills you you're learning. Are you going out there with express interest in just surviving? Or are you going out to thrive? Have a look at the skills you're practicing and the purposes they're being put to. And just be intentional about that. If you want to learn survival skills, go ahead and learn survival skills. But think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. I hope you enjoyed all of that, and uh, I haven't rambled on for too long. So, just before I go, I want to remind you that if you're interested in hearing more about everything that I do, 
in addition to all of the other bits of free content that I put out there, including as well as my courses, events, and all sorts. If you want to keep in touch with that, I have a main list. If you go to bracketoutdoors.com forward slash email, you'll have a chance to select which areas interest you. So you so I can tailor it a bit more so I don't fill your inbox with stuff that you're not interested in. And you, yeah, and if you sign up there, you'll get uh, it's rough, roughly a week, weekly email. They'll let you know what I'm up to in new courses, in new events, all of the free content that I put out will end up on there as well. So if you really enjoyed this and you would like to hear more from me, head to brackenoutdoors.com and add in that forward slash email if you'd like to sign up to the mailing list. Thank you so very much for listening and until next time, make the most of every day.